Hello, and welcome to the Other Minds podcast. I'm Joseph Bohegan. That was an excerpt of Hannah Hartman's Crush, which we'll hear more of later in the episode. On this season of the podcast, we're talking with the featured composers from our 26th Other Minds Festival, which will take place on October 13th to 15th, 2022, at the Great Star Theater in San Francisco. Today, I'll be talking with Hannah Hartman. Hartman is a Swedish sound artist, composer, and performer based in Berlin. Having developed her very own sound language, Hartman creates compositions that are exclusively made up from authentic sounds which she has recorded around the world. Sounds are taken out of their original context and thus perceived in their purity. Hannah Hartman seeks to reveal hidden correspondences between the most diverse auditive impressions, and in new constellations, she creates extraordinary worlds of sound. Welcome to the podcast, Hannah. Thank you. So I wanted to start off by asking you about your experiences at the Electronic Music Studio in Stockholm. I moved away from Sweden a long, long time ago, over 20 years ago, but the Electronic Music studio in Stockholm has always been a very important place to work in in the studios and also get inspiration and meeting with people there. The last couple of years before the pandemic stopped me to go into Sweden, I used to be there at least once or twice a year working there in the studio and the last year also a lot with the, the bookla they have in one of the studios. It's for me it's a really important place And so you've been away from Sweden for a long time. So do you have a strong connection still to that country creatively? I've seen a lot of your works have been commissioned by Swedish organizations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm living in Berlin and it's not that far away from Stockholm and Sweden. So I have close connections to Stockholm and to Sweden and working with musicians and a lot, being a lot, as I told you, in the electronic music studio in Stockholm. So your piece, Crush, was commissioned by Sveriges Radio. Is that a Swedish radio station? Yes, yes. So could you tell us about that piece, which will be played at the Other Minds Festival in October? It's a piece I made for for the Swedish radio, as I told you. And I mean, the, the thing is, with all my electronic pieces, they are mostly, they are using a lot of sounds that I'm recording myself. And in this piece also, of course, the bookla. And when you're using recorded sound, you always want to hmm, and what is it? What is it I'm hearing? And I always tell you, Hmm. If I tell you, you can't forget it. And maybe you don't want to know exactly what it is. Maybe you want another way to listen to it. So I prefer not to tell the sources of the recordings as they are. They are mostly, as always, it's a lot of layers and close-up recordings. And uh, I think if you don't know exactly where the sounds come from, you hear something different. Yeah. Is that something where people will come up to you perhaps after hearing a piece and sort of ask you about where they think the sounds are coming from? Will you tell them if if they're correct or if they're incorrect? I mean, sometimes people ask that, yeah. And But the problem is, what you think you're hearing something, and I say, hmm, but you're hearing a different world than I do. So I really can't tell what you are 
you're talking about something. I said, hmm, okay, I don't know what you're talking about because you, your word is different than mine. So I can't tell him. Yeah. Let's listen now to an excerpt of Crush by Hannah Hartman. So you mentioned a little bit about the Buchla synthesizer at the Electronic Music Studio in Stockholm. You use that Buchla in your piece, Fog Factory, which is a more recent piece. Could you tell us about that piece before we listen to some of that one as well? Exactly. I've been using, but when I'm using the Buchla, I'm using, I'm making a recording when I'm in Stockholm and I'm working in the studio there. And then I use the sound in the same way I'm using uh, recorded sounds from my library or when I go out recording. So it's, for me, it's more like the sound that I'm recording from the bookla is in the same way as the sound that I'm recording wherever else, if I'm going outside or like in my studio. Yeah, the Fog Factory is actually commissioned for an Austrian festival in Vienna. 
And it's also combined with some other sounds, I think, from factories, perhaps, which maybe you don't want to talk about too much, given your hesitancy to talk about the origins of sounds. But there's also that that interest of the, the connection between electronic sounds and acoustic sounds, which I think we'll talk about a little bit more with your live performance. Yeah, that's with the folk factory. The thing is, I'm I've been trying the last couple of years to find titles that are as far away from the from the sources that I'm using in the pieces to get a way to get an abstract listening to the music. But I mean, I think I found a, an abstract title, but you said, hmm, factory, I can think I can hear some machines. So it's totally okay, it's true. Yeah, it is machines inside there. So I think we all, we like to have an, um, a story. We like to find a story when we listen. It's an easier way to find, hmm, where's the story here? <laughs> Maybe that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think in story. And you can if you like to, but I don't. That's not the way I'm working. I don't think of the story and then make a story. I'm more thinking of the sound and the music in it. Let's listen now to an excerpt of Hannah Hartman's Fog Factory.
So you have quite an extensive practice of live performance with objects and amplification, and you'll be doing some of this performance at the Other Minds Festival. What kind of microphones are you using? Are you using contact mics or doing close micing? I'm normally using contact mics, but dynamic ones from the Swiss uh, shelter microphones and uh, also hydrophones. And can you explain what a hydrophone is for anyone who doesn't know? Yeah, hydrophones is um, for a microphone that you use for doing underwater recordings. So when I'm using it, I have water and I'm using the tubes that I'm blowing in and kind of uh, yeah, using the hydrophone for that. And we've talked a bit about with these fixed media pieces, the disconnect between the origin of the sounds and what you're hearing in the performance. But with your live performances, the audience can actually see where these sounds are coming from. So how are you thinking of that relationship between the actual objects and the sounds that they're making? Yeah, in that case, I think it's really, it's a different case. And I think it's really important in a way. When I started doing live performances, I didn't want a computer on the stage. That's also why I started using microphones and close-up microphones, contact microphones on stage. And in this case, it's important that you can see what I'm doing. So you can really see the object that you can see but what you see isn't really, it's also in that way an abstract, what you hear, hmm, you can see me doing things and you can hear the sound. And here also the visuals are important, but you don't, maybe don't understand how can that make that sound. But you can see me and doing is I'm using potato starch and uh, threaded rods and washers. And have you developed a setup that you use across multiple pieces with similar objects, or is it different from piece to piece? I mean, I have a setup that consists of mostly the same objects, and then I change them during the time. So now when we are talking, it's May. So I'm working on, like, to do some, like, change part of the, of the setup to getting in new sounds and, uh, but some, some, some sounds are always coming back and it's part of that. And then you develop it and making new sounds coming into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems also with your amplification that getting people to focus on very small sounds is very important. Would you say that's correct? Maybe getting them to listen in to sounds that they wouldn't otherwise be listening for? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's really interesting if you're getting really, really close, the the sound changes and getting the abstract and more music, more abstract music, sound and noise in the way without amplification. And are you doing any other electronic processing on the sounds or is it only amplification of acoustic sounds? Yes. No, no. I normally don't do anything with the sounds. Not when I'm playing live and not when I'm doing the electronic pieces. Oh, interesting. There's another aspect of your live performance that unfortunately people at the festival won't be able to see for logistical reasons, but I do want to ask you about this. You have a practice of using high-powered magnets in your live performances, and I'd be very curious to hear about this and how it works. So could you could you tell us about this? Yeah, that's actually what I'm working on, new piece with these magnets at the moment. So I've been doing some pieces where I'm using very strong magnets, 
to do a kind of live animation. I'm doing the live animation with the magnets, moving the objects that are then small, small things that are then a screen and the big screen and getting really big. And um, it's kind of a magic when I'm working with it. Yeah, it's a bit of a magic. The problem at the moment is that it's, um, you can't fly with these magnets. You know, when you're flying, you said, what are you not allowed to take into the airplane? Hmm? No guns, yeah, but also no magnets. Yeah. And of course you could try to, but I don't want to be in that plane <laughs> with my <laughs> magnet in it. Hmm? So I'm working on a way and I, and I hope at some time I will find a way to also do the piece. Otherwise, at the moment I'm in Italy, so I try to leave magnets at places where I'm going to play in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. So you're you're using the magnet to move around metal objects, right? So there's the visual element as well. So I, there's things like nails and metal dust, right? And those are also amplified. So that's where the sound element is coming from? Partly and partly not. Partly the sound, they're amplified and partly the sounds are coming from elsewhere. So a strong visual element as well then. You said there's a camera that's filming that and projected? Exactly, exactly. You can see that there are things you can find it uh, online on Secret Security. Yeah, we'll link to that in the show notes so people can check that out. You can hear Hannah Hartman perform at Other Minds Festival 26 on October 14th, 2022 at the Great Star Theater in San Francisco. Thank you, Hannah, for joining me today. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Other Minds podcast, brought to you by Other Minds. Our 26th festival is October 13th to 15th, 2022, at the Great Star Theater in San Francisco. Join us again next week. <laughs>